0: Welcome to another week. It is Monday, and this is Back to the Window with Scott. And Scott, I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at WinnersAndWiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle,
1: senior handicapper over WinnersAndWiners.com.
0: And together, we team up and do this every day, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, help everybody try to uh, get those winning tickets and head back to the window. David Good in the hizzle from Arizona.
1: Good to see David. Scott, how'd your weekend go? Went really, really well. I basically lost nothing. It felt great. Uh, yeah, really not much to complain about. Hell, I even won the NASCAR race. So, God. yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. Hopefully, it carries over into the week.
0: Won the NASCAR race. Scott, how did that happen exactly? You had Kyle Busch, obviously. It was yeah. weird. It didn't even look like he was battling for the lead there at the end of the race. How in the world did he win?
1: He was waiting. You know, he knew the environment and he was waiting to pounce. And then Briscoe. Was a double agent, and he spun out Reddick and Kyle Busch. I believe the term is slingshot. So he, you know, slingshotted his way to victory. Right?
0: Um. Yes. Sure.
1: Yeah. From half a lap back. Just he absolutely. He
0: wasn't that. even in the camera angle. That's only a half mile track, so the camera angle picks up just about everybody. Kyle Busch wasn't even in the in in the shot as they were battling for the lead. Unbelievable. Uh, very nice. I'm uh, I had a decent weekend. I actually. Uh, I actually have uh, been good on my NBA as far as uh, premiums go. Hit the last seven NBA picks. I'm happy about that. Uh, still getting it a play of the day, Scott. I took I, I took a uh, I took a mental health day on Saturday. I'd, I'd won I'd lost seven in a row, so I just took the day off. And of course, the one that I liked was Milwaukee under. And neither one of them got to 100, so perfect.
1: That was a hideous basketball game.
0: Oh, it was just god awful. If you can't beat them, cheat them in racing. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. They say, I was going
1: to say Bush didn't even cheat. He uh, just he just stood there.
0: Yeah, he just really didn't didn't do much. So
1: Did you blame Briscoe for going for it? No,
0: of course not. You all knew what was going to happen. If you ever been to a dirt car race, seen the last lap, that's what happens. You, you get underneath him, you uh, you put a little slide job on him, you block him and you're done. And uh, I'll tell
1: you what was impressive. I was shocked Reddick came in second place. Uh-huh. Briscoe came in like 22nd. Yeah, like, he completely spun out. But somehow Reddick came in second, which which kind of impressed me. Like I figured he came in 10th.
0: In true gambler fashion, I talked to you today. The first thing you mentioned is you're pissed off because Briscoe uh, didn't get to cash his uh, uh, heads-up match that you had, his matchup.
1: I wasn't pissed off about it because it ended up winning me the Kyle Busch. Thing. Right. I said the worst beat in that race was the Briscoe one over Suarez. Yeah, okay. Which we both had.
0: We both had the same thing. Late at 172, that hurt. So, anyway.
1: It to at 200. I mean, it was a great deal. It was up 15 spots with one turn to go. And there you go.
0: There you go indeed. Hey, we want to th- uh, thank everybody for stopping by. Of course, get all this stuff out of the way. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Um uh no, David, I I don't beat myself up. I I don't. I just I you know, I feel I feel bad cuz I know people watch the show and they expect uh, decent picks and uh yeah, we we run bad. We uh and I do the same thing in real life. You know, if you're running cold, just stop banging your head against the wall, I'll take a day off, I can reset and it's exactly what I did. So, yeah, we're good. Hey, don't forget to like and subscribe. And this is going to become important because this is the last week we're going to be live on the Winners and Winers, winers YouTube channel. And we'll probably say that again as uh, as more people join us here today. We are going to we are going to be officially moved completely to the Max Wagers Network, at least as far as the live broadcast goes. So if you're used to tuning in live next week, it's going to be all Max Wagers Network. Now, if you watch it later, you'll be able to watch it wherever you normally do it—picks and parlays, winners and Winers, whatevs. But we are really wanting people to get over there and get subscribed to the um, Max Wagers YouTube channel. So please do that. And we'll see you over there a week from today. So, Scott, any comment on that?
1: So you said that were. F- this is the last day or the last week? Last week. Yeah, okay.
0: Last week. I think that's I think. I was going to say
1: you might want to make an announcement later on when we have more than 11 people. In I the even said room. that.
0: I even said I'll, I'll revisit.
1: No, I, I know you did. I'm just reminding you. I'll remind you in a bit. But... That, that will probably
0: yeah. be absolutely necessary. So,
1: I'm definitely. I'd say. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, Max Wagers Network is going to look like with all the subscribers and all of the actual videos on the one central feed only. Right. So hopefully that goes well. As for my personal plays, I don't know if I'm uploading it to Winners and Winers or not. So we'll you know keep that in mind and I'll update you accordingly.
0: Yep. We'll see. We'll see how that all turns out as well. And I it looks like I'm going to be at least for a while co-hosting Chris King's show with him. Jim is a he's more of our administrative guy, kind of overseeing all the shows. And I don't think he was ever supposed to be in that role permanently. And now that non-permanently is over, he's so, a popular human being. He they sliced Jim pretty pretty thin, is what I'm saying. Uh, so. I'm going to take a little bit off his plate as far as that goes. There may be some other guest co-hosts over there with Chris, but I'm going to be doing that right before our show. So, yeah, it's a uh, going to be a great lineup, as always, over there at Max Wagers Network. Of course, you've got Sean Higgs doing midday money at noon. Allie Burns doing uh, Morning Wood at 1 o'clock. The aforementioned Chris King and, uh, hey, myself, uh, next starting next week. Jim will be finishing out the week there. And then you and I at 2. Sean Burns – or three, rather. Uh, Sean Miller at 4. And uh, Lenny, Nick, and Tim at five PM doing game time decision, kind of wrapping up the day, talking about the line movement, weather, things like that. So,
1: wait. So, when's your first official day with Just Parlays?
0: Um, a week from today. Oh, okay. That's that's the word. That's the word that I got this morning. So, okay. We'll see. Cool. Uh, do I sub-, sub to this channel too? Yes, Calvin. Please sub to both channels: to the Winners and Winners channel and to the Max Wagers Network channel. We want to make sure that we get you in in both spots, and we'll be over there, like I said, live a week from today. So, um, DraftKings, Scott, cool place. I like I like DraftKings. I like what they're doing. Uh, we've got a great promotion going with them for Major League Baseball through the end of this month. Uh, any five dollar money line bet in baseball wins you two hundred dollars worth of free action over there at DraftKings, regardless of whether you win, lose, or draw your baseball bet. So. Uh, I guess it's a little tough to draw a money line baseball bet, so never mind. Um, win or lose, you get the you get the uh, two hundred dollars in free bets. You have got to be in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Wyoming, or West Virginia. I've been everywhere, man. Um, you got to be eighteen years or older, except in where's Scott?
1: Eighteen years or older, except oh, excuse me, twenty
0: one or older, except for the two eighteen states. What are the two eighteen states? Delaware? Nope.
1: It is, but New it's Hampshire. not. Is it New Hampshire?
0: It's New Hampshire is one. Delaware is another one. But apparently DraftKings isn't in Delaware. So
1: oh, you know, so it's, yeah, it's, take that. Delaware. It's New
0: Hampshire and pew 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 pew.
1: Yeah, Texas,
0: Wyoming, the Cowboys.
1: Oh. I was gonna say I don't think gambling's legal in Texas, but I, I remember New Hampshire was one, and I remember. Delaware was the other, but apparently Delaware's is not cool enough for DraftKings. Yep,
0: there you go. So, uh, like I said, you got to have a uh, DraftKings sportsbook account. Put your wager $5. There you go. Between uh, today and the 1st of May. And uh, promo code WAW video, winners and Winers video. The link is in the description of our video for today. Scott, I know Caesars are doing something cool. Want to tell everybody about that real fast?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. So, of course, you know, if you like to bet on anything, the one thing you would like is an insurance policy. Yes, sir. And they got you covered over at Caesars because if you bet $1,100 on your first bet, you end up getting it back if it loses in the form of free bet. That's up to $1,100. So if you only want to bet 500 for example, then you're still in line for the promotion. But it's a great deal because it allows you to gamble on something with a way of getting your money back if it loses. Uh, the promo code is S ATS uh S C Z R. And if you do that and you've never used Caesars before, your first bet is going to be guaranteed.
0: There you go. Up to 1100 bucks. Cool thing. Like I said, A-T-S wins Caesar. Caesars. Uh, A-T-S-W-I-N-S-C-Z-R. And the uh, link is in the description of the video for that as well, as is the code. So, Scott, let's uh, find out what happened yesterday. Uh, over the weekend, there was a lot going on. We had... Basically, three days' action we got to catch up on. So let's find out who were the winners and winners this weekend, Scott. Who took it in the shorts and who took it to the bank? Who's counting that money and who's pulling out their flip phone and calling the cops? All right, very good. Hey, let's get started in the NBA playoffs. If you had, oh my goodness, Scott. So sorry for your loss. If you had the Brooklyn Nets on the money line plus one sixty against the Celtics. They led by one with one second left. Of course, uh, we've all been told KD plays elite perimeter defense. Scott, uh, does he? That
1: well, wasn't in the perimeter. So well, he yeah.
0: he could have picked him up at the perimeter. I think is the point there. Yeah. Uh, the truth
1: is, I I mean, you're going to mention. I, I'll talk about it after.
0: Tatum hit the layup at the buzzer. Nets lose by one. Congratulations. Tear those Nets tickets up. They were down. They came roaring back. They were in a position to win. Couldn't stop that last layup. Call the cops.
1: I was on such a heater over the weekend gambling that even though the Nets lost, I had Tatum over thirty and a half points, and the layup at the buzzer gave him thirty one. It was one of those 29 weekends. Twenty
0: nine going into that last shot. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was. A, it would have been a bad beat anyway because he scored zero points in the final like nine minutes of the game before the final layup. But still. That was definitely an interesting ending. We'll go back to that because that's one of the best playoff games, at least for a game one of a series in a while. But anyway, switching over to hockey, if you had the Blue Jackets plus one and a half against the Ducks, they trailed by one goal with less than one minute to go. You know they're pulling the goalie, even though Columbus has nothing to play for. And Anaheim scored with 56 seconds left. The Blue Jackets lost by two.
0: And in kind of a microcosm for people that bet on the Islanders a lot this season, they were going up against the Maple Leafs, playing them on the puck line, plus one and a half. They trailed by one with less than a minute left. Empty goal. Just keep it out of the net. Just keep it out of the net. Nope. Nine seconds left. There it goes. Boop. Right in the net. Sorry. Islanders lose by two. By two. Islanders ain't going to the playoffs. And, uh, yeah. Toronto is. If you, had the, if you had the boys in blue there, plus one and a half, uh, just call it a season. It's over. Call the cops.
1: Well, you said that you watched a decent amount of that game. How good is Sorokin?
0: Yeah, very good.
1: It's amazing. I, I, the fact that you even were sweating that Toronto cover, I know Call the Cops definitely fits the situation. Toronto probably should have been up by five goals. Yep. Sorokin was standing on his head the entire game, but... Yeah, it is what it is.
0: Very little defense there for the Islanders. Just
1: horrific. definitely true. Toronto, though, good team.
0: Yep, they really are. Um, Scott, there was some good news out there, and perhaps you had a good weekend. Maybe this was some of your bets. You know who you were. You had the nice, easy time of it. No sweat required because you were sitting in the rocking chair.
1: So the first one in hockey, if you had the Blues and the Predators over 6.5 goals, Can I just do an eight goals in the second period? That'll do, big. The game will end at 11.
0: Very nicely done. Very nicely done indeed. And if you had the Heat over the Hawks, the Heat team, a team that I picked to reach the finals. uh, They they got off to a nice start. Uh, Six and a half over the Hawks. That was no problem. They led by 19 at halftime. Uh, No taking their foot off the gas. I'm going to show them who their daddy really is. They end up winning by 24. The Heat is on.
1: And the last one, the heat is on. Yeah, if you had the Pelicans and the Suns under 224 and a half, I actually gave that out as a lock on Twitter. Uh, pretty solid first half because the Pelicans only scored 34 points. Uh, you had 87 points in the first half. Picked up a little bit in the second half, but, I mean, you didn't get 140 in the second half. No. Game went did 209.
0: Yep, that was a premium that we had as well. That was... Uh... They don't get a lot easier now, but they put they put and they literally put up seventeen in each of the first two quarters. Just
1: Yeah, it was the burp, burp. clinic. Then the Pelicans scored more points in the third quarter than they did in the entire first half, but it still went under pretty handily.
0: Ninja said he wants to be a guest on the show. We should do that. We should we should have a uh we should have a guest spot one day a week.
1: Like a call-in section, but on an actual live stream? Yeah,
0: put them on a live stream.
1: I'm in for that. I mean, we've set want, like, we've, a brief, we've, like, four-minute question cameo thing. Yeah,
0: something like that. Like, give us your best pick for the day. Um, maybe we'll come up with a... Uh, I know there's a guy that does local to- sports talk, and he does, like, every time he has a guest on, he does, like, the final four, and okay. ask him just four random sports questions. So maybe we could uh, steal some hybrid of that and rebrand it and call
1: it our own. I'll I'll think of a a name for that, but I like the idea.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, I I like that, Ninja. We could have it on it. And we've obviously set the bar pretty low for looks. So it doesn't doesn't matter what you look like. As long as you got a camera, you can uh, somehow... The hat
1: complements my good features. Yeah,
0: it really really brings out something there. Um, Brooklyn choked by not trying to score... uh, a two and making it a three point game. I can't
1: argue with that. I mean, the see you want to go actually go back to the uh,
0: future, to the actual game itself, if you'd like.
1: So, well, I was asking because I don't know if you watched it. It was a pretty crazy game. I watched, the, in, I watched the end. I watched the end of it. Game.
0: I watched the last quarter.
1: That's all you needed to watch. <laughs> I yep. mean, when you come back from fifteen down and it comes down to the wire, you kind of only needed to watch the fourth quarter, but. The last possession with the scramble, I know you can criticize Durant for his defense. Last possession didn't really bother me. It was a mad scramble, smart pump fake. You had two people that jumped on and tried to block it, and it led to a layup. It was just a frenzy. I'm shocked Boston didn't call a timeout. So I'm not really bothered at that possession. The two possessions that bothered me were the two possessions prior, where the Nets ended up hitting that three-pointer from Kyrie. They were up three. Out of the timeout, they immediately let Jalen Brown get a free layup in five seconds, which will let Boston go two for one. That made no sense at all. Right. And then I have no idea how Steve Nash doesn't take a timeout in your final offensive possession of the game to organize something. and Instead, you settle for a 35-foot fadeaway three-pointer by Durant. I don't know how Nash doesn't take a timeout there and at least draws up a play. So those were the two possessions that bothered me. As for the last possession, it is what it is. You had a bunch of defenders jumping around. It was chaotic, and you got a layup out of it. So I can argue that the Nets should have played better defense because, of course, he gave up a wide-open layup. That was pure chaos. The issue I had were the third-to-last possession and the second-to-last possession.
0: Okay, very good. Um, Watching the USFL over the weekend?
1: I actually dabbled a little bit. I caught a decent amount of the first quarter in that Generals game. A couple of early touchdowns there. Uh, You had the 50-yard bomb or so in the first drive. Yep. But the game was close. Generals lost, so they're going to fit right in with New York and Jersey because, you know, besides Buffalo, uh, teams in my area aren't exactly winning many games. But, yeah, it seemed like it was a pretty decent weekend. The weather was a disaster. So if you wanted to actually bet some unders, which I told you was my theory for the first week of a brand new league, you tend to want to bet the unders. I know the unders were undefeated yesterday. They're having another game tonight. My initial look under because it's the first game for these two teams. So what was, what the, was the
0: what was the total in the Philadelphia Stars?
1: Uh, it was lowish. I believe it was in the forties, I think.
0: Well, like the thirty nine if it was thirty nine for the stallions. And they went over. That's what I wondered if.
1: What 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 did that game land? Fifty two. But for the yeah, that game went over. Yeah, the other two games went under.
0: Well, that's what I wondered because if the Breakers Stars were thirty nine, it went over also because they landed at forty.
1: No, that was like forty one. Okay. Guys Scott ended a, up going under. Sky's but...
0: got to make their own brand and take it to the moon. And get picked up by oh yeah.
1: <laughs> I am happy about John Boy though. The thing is, I don't think John Boy can pick us up because now they got picked up by yes. Yeah. So they're they're officially network people now. They're still doing their YouTube thing, but I don't even know if they're branching out to do that. But I don't know. I know you have opinions on Barstool, so I don't think that's going (laughs) to happen. But I like John Boy. I mean, I was a Yankees fan. I watched their recaps. I think they're very informative. But now they're on the Yes Network. So we're going to see what happens there. So far, they've been pretty good.
0: I actually think we're positioned pretty well with the new venture that we've got going. I think. I think we've got I think we've got enough heft behind us where we could actually maybe even take it to the moon uh from where we are. We'll see.
1: I don't know. Like a dogecoin moon or like an actual moon?
0: Oh like the actual moon. No. Like
1: the actual moon?
0: Okay. Not not dogecoin where you like you hit the atmosphere and then you to plumb, the moon plumb, plummet back yeah. to Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh all three South teams beat the North. Take Tampa Bay tonight. Sounds like a trend to me. Shit, I don't care. Well, I think I don't that's know that because,
1: I've... you know, these games mean more in the South, right?
0: are all in Birmingham.
1: Isn't isn't that the slogan for the SEC? You know, the games mean more?
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're a... Uh, SEC is maybe a little arrogant about their football. Just
1: saying. Uh, a little bit, uh, you know. But the, the entire conference roots for Bama when every other team gets eliminated, which I think is stupid, but that's how it goes. Hey,
0: tickets are still available for this game tonight, Scott. Down there in Birmingham. <laughs> if you wanted to make it Four that. bucks? Uh, I don't know what, the, I don't know how much the ticket. Uh, I thought are. you
1: had the cheapest ticket price and we we're going to play the guessing game.
0: Um, okay. Let me, uh, I'm just, I'm pulling it up right now. My okay. guess is $4. What's it? Get in the, get in the is $4. You're low, yeah, sir. $4. Cheapest ticket. You're low. $10. Uh, $10. $10. That's right. Okay. Suck it.
1: I mean, it's the season. Oh, it's the, you know, it's the grand premiere.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I, so. I undersold the importance of uh, Monday night football for the USFL
0: um i was just looking to see
1: I'm trying I'll, to get... tell you the, I'll tell you the main takeaway that i have from all these expansion leagues of course the talent isn't going to be great so you're not going to see great football but the camera angles the reviews there's a lot of little like yep. st- there's a lot of stuff that the nfl could adapt did you see the helmet cam yeah yeah that was cool the pick six on the helmet cam mm-hmm. i thought that was awesome the drones i thought were pretty cool you don't really need them but they help with the camera angles And yeah, I thought that there's a lot of visual stuff that these new leagues are experimenting with that I think the NFL could implement in the near future.
0: So we've got Paxton Lynch and Shea Patterson tonight, uh, quarterbacking for Michigan. First of all, who do you start?
1: That's tonight or that's next week? Isn't that tonight? Oh, I know. No,
0: Michigan already played, didn't they? Sorry, yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah, because Lynch had a grand total of one yard.
0: Yeah, it wasn't great. I saw those stats. Uh, um, it was bad. Yeah, and Then okay. We up, yeah, I, I think see, there is a
1: game tonight, though, but I think you're just mentioning the wrong team.
0: It's Pittsburgh playing tonight, right?
1: The Maulers? Yeah, I think that sounds the right. The
0: Maulers. That's right. It is the Maulers. And uh, you got any thoughts there?
1: Uh, Any thoughts on the game itself? Under. Okay. And I said, no matter what, first week of a new league, I'm going to lean to the under. All right.
0: Fair enough. Uh, you know who the quarterback is for either team?
1: No. I should yeah. wait a second. Do what? Who are the, who are the Maulers playing? Um, I don't know. Um, I just, okay, great. Okay, I, no. I clicked off that page. Not. I'm gonna make it easier. No. Okay. Uh, Josh Love and Kyle Luletta. Okay, Lula, well, I know from Richmond. He was in he was in he was in uh preseason with the Giants and the Browns. They're playing the Stars, by the way. Josh Love. I'm trying to think if he was on San Jose State. Or Very good. Think... Very good. San Jose State. That is correct, sir. I wasn't aware he was good enough to make it into the league. So that's the thing, is that if you tell me the names of the quarterbacks, I probably remember them because I watched a lot of college and, as you know, I'm not afraid to gamble in preseason football. So uh, I know a lot of these guys.
0: How about And how about for the stars, Brian Scott and Case Cookus as your quarterbacks?
1: Okay, Brian Scott, one MVP of, I want to say, the Spring League, I think. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Okay, And I don't know about the other one.
0: Where do you go to college? Who? Brian Scott.
1: Oh, he went to some BS college I never heard of.
0: Occidental, very good. Case Cookus, Northern Arizona, sir. There you go.
1: Yeah, I think he was on the team that might have beaten Arizona a couple years ago. Maybe. All right.
0: I've got to like Pittsburgh there just based on the quarterback matchup.
1: Uh, which one has Walletta?
0: Yeah, that one. The Pittsburgh. I like Loletta. Yep. Um, they had one play where they said a laser measured the ball 34 inches away from the first down. They have a laser in football? I guess they did. Yeah,
1: they uh, officially said that they were going to be using a chip in the football to measure instead of using the chain gang. Which I feel like is definitely going to be a solid point because a lot of people hate the way that it's all, I'd say, subject. I can't even call I don't even know if I call it a subjective, but these referees in the actual NFL are awful at it's, measuring. It's football. it's
0: inexact because yeah,
1: that's what, that's the word. If I'm. you've
0: seen what they do, they 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 have a little clip that they put on that marks the yard marker, and then they run it out and they match up the clip with the yard marker. But I mean, a lot of times those measurements come down to you know quarter inch, half an inch, and that's. It's just inexact as far as those kind of...
1: But the point is that, of course, when you need an inch and they measure it incorrectly, and you know it's going to stand because they can't overturn it, then a team gets screwed. So the fact they have a chip or a laser, whatever you want to use to get an official spot, I mean, how am I not in favor of that, right? That's an innovation I'm a fan of, as long as the chip isn't noticeable when you throw the football.
0: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, Paxton Lynch played like himself. Very good. (laughs) Lynch fumbled uh, accidentally.
1: Yeah, Dost, I was a fan of Tiamu. I thought he was pretty good at Ole Miss. I know that he was pretty good in the XFL as well. Uh, he's a, he's decent. I mean, we'll see. Once again, you have a lot of guys who are playing for the first time with each other in an actual game environment. And you have first-time play callers as well because a lot of these coaches either have a little bit of head coaching experience or not much or they haven't coached in a while. So it might take a little while for both teams to potentially get going.
0: Uh, Tiamu was uh, in camp with Kansas City too.
1: Uh, yes, he was like the first guy to get COVID on your team. Yeah, absolutely. So he was the scout team guy. I he thought.
0: was he was the scout team COVID guy. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna this week we're gonna find out what it's like if the other quarterback gets COVID.
1: <laughs> he was the one who was simulating Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah.
0: Yep. Exactly Three right. Uh, he Dave, didn't
1: do a good job because you lost that game, so David. I wonder why.
0: David Good said he would pay money to see uh, all blind football players play. Am I am I going to hell if I laugh at that? Can I see, Can I even laugh at that?
1: I think you can. Okay. I, I mean, they've, they've had blind snappers in the league. Now, I'm assuming it would have to. They probably exist. You probably have, like, a sound effect ball that is playing some type of audible noise, so that way you can actually track where the ball is. Yep. They do that in baseball.
0: Yeah. I've, I've seen people with the, with the balls, and that's... Mm-hmm. It makes me when I, when I go out there and strike out and slow pitch softball and then I watch a blind person hit it that that's really the self esteem boost. Yeah, it sounds like
1: right a it sounds like a smoke alarm, It's just a beeping sound that goes off when they pitch you the ball.
0: Jordan love and Jordan I love you says Bronco Devil. Uh, big rain tonight in Birmingham. Is it still? I know they've under been f- fighting weather all all, all week. The weather
1: is going to be uh, bad, so I I still like the under. I mean, okay. the quarterbacks matter until you realize they can't throw the ball in a monsoon.
0: I would say your $4 target point for tickets to the USFL games probably won't take long to get there since they're all being played in Birmingham.
1: Tickets should be free if you're going to be going there and it's going to be pouring rain.
0: Is that a weird deal that they're all in Birmingham?
1: I thought it was weird.
0: I don't really, I don't know that I understand the concept there. I'm
1: guessing they can't afford travel. I
0: guess.
1: No, we, you save a lot of money we, that way. Like we you have spe- one we, venue. You don't have to rent out a bunch of stuff. Like I feel like it's convenient that way. But
0: we blew our budget on RFID balls. <laughs> we got
1: I, I mean, what what do you think? The only thing I could think of is that they can't afford to have all these stadiums being used. I don't know that so it's one stadium. I don't know
0: that it's a stadium stadium usage so much as just the travel. I think you got it right the first time. Is yeah, it's both moving the entire team, putting them up for a night or two, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know the motel six are they are not cheap. So.
1: Yeah. I'll uh, keep the light on for you.
0: Ever been to Birmingham?
1: Alabama? No. Yeah.
0: It's a beautiful place.
1: <laughs> Never been
0: there. Uh, it's not, I don't know. It's okay. It's, it's, that's
1: one of my favorite team names, though. It's weirdly, Birmingham Iron. It's weird. a hell of a name for the XFL. The, the I- Iron? Yeah. It's a hell of a name. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, it's that, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird combination of like factory town. And like out in the middle of nowhere, boony kind of thing. So
1: I'm assuming they make iron there. I believe there's
0: I believe there's some smelting involved. So Yeah. Uh took the twins over ten and a half. Uh lucky to win. I was watching that earlier. It was uh I just saw them make it five to two. I didn't know. They
1: won uh, eight to three. Okay. So Minnesota got there. I saw Buxton got injured again. What else is new? Shocker. That wasn't today. That was a couple days ago. Supposedly he got no injured trout got injured again. Yeah. What
0: supposedly no no structural damage to Buxton's knee is what I heard. Yeah,
1: the more things change, the more they stay the same. You're yeah. a weekend you got Buxton and Trout injured already.
0: Well, we talked about that with Tim because he, he thought this would be the Angels year because of because you know they've got trout and he's healthy and like, yeah, how long is that gonna last? You and I both pointed out the same thing. Like
1: I get the under on them every year. Because they can't pitch, and you're assuming half the team gets hurt. Yep. I'm impressed, though. Rendon made it through a week without getting injured. So congrats to Rendon. I'm assuming he'll get injured again.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Happens every year.
0: That's a uh, pretty much a de rigueur for uh, for Rendon. Yep. So we have him and Trout out at the same time. Um, what's Trout's official designation? What, what happened?
1: He got hit in the hand with an off speed pitch. No. So they were, I believe the MRI came back negative. I don't think he broke anything, but it looked like it was a an 80 mile per hour curveball. So it wasn't like a fastball right to the wrist, but it hit him. Came out of the game, probably as a precaution. Cool. I doubt he'll miss that much time. Okay. But the fact that he's already potentially injured is upsetting, but not surprising.
0: Of course. You know, when we saw him walk to third base last year and then step off and head to the dugout, we didn't think he was going to be gone the rest of the year either. But yeah, pretty much <laughs> there we are. Yeah. Uh, Smelters would be a better name. Uh, whoever smelt it, dealt it. There you go. Birmingham, no for some for some foolish statue. Yeah, there is a statue in Birmingham. That's I forgot about that, Michael. I'm um, surprised I didn't see that. Uh, Bundy pitched decent decent today. He's been good so far. Pitched good last time. Yeah, absolutely. Lex Steele in the house. What up, Lex? Um, all right, let's do a little. Uh, so do, do a little NBA tonight, Scott, because you and I, we've got a farm play, and it's not on the NBA. So let's uh, let's break down these games here this evening, and then we'll talk a little bit about the baseball card, of course. Um, good day for these two uh, favorites, as uh, Philadelphia took care of Toronto easily last time out. And he, uh, Utah pretty much led by about six, seven points the whole time, and they ended up uh, finishing out that way against Dallas and covered that five and a half or five, whatever he got it at. Let's start with Toronto-Philadelphia, Scott. Toronto lay in, uh, excuse me, Philadelphia lay in 7.5, one t- uh, 216 is the number there. Uh, Philadelphia, they did, uh, Toronto did a pretty nice job. They shut down, uh, relatively shut down Harden and Embiid. They had, I think, 41 between them. Forgot about a couple of other guys, Scott. How's that going to work out for them?
1: Well, we both have a play that ain't on this game. We just have different plays. So, I have the Sixers, minus 7. At the time. I know it's seven and a half now. My logic was going in. Nick Nurse usually punts game one with Toronto as the coach, and they usually do better the rest Dread, of the series. Dreadful,
0: by the way. Dread, dreadful first game record for...
1: Yeah, awful. Which, uh, you know, some people are marathon, not sprint guys. Like Ty lose the same way in his playoff series. They're not very good in game one, but they'll manage to win in seven. But I can't look past the injuries. Toronto's just missing too many guys. And... That is young, decent veteran role player they picked up. He's most likely not going to play. The main two guys, you have Gary Trent Jr., who is their best three-point shooter, battling an illness. He's doubtful. Has, has he been officially ruled out yet? Or no, is he I, still
0: got, I got him is still doubt, no, doubtful with illness. Okay,
1: so it's most likely he's not going to play. And the main injury is Scotty Barnes, and he's been ruled out already. And Barnes, you can make a serious argument. I know that Siakam and... Uh, Van Vliet are veteran or veteran players who are all-star quality, Scotty Barnes might be the most or second most impactful player on that team because of his defense. Right. And the fact that they gave up 131 in game one and Embiid only had 19 points and now they have to guard Philly without their best defensive player. Yep. I think is a serious problem. So even though I acknowledge that Nurse is a coach that you really don't want to overreact game 1s to because he tends to punt game 1 i can't look past the injuries i think it's too much and if you're going to see more achua and more birch good luck to you because i don't think achua's any good give me philly i just think they're going to win handily you um uh,
0: yeah i'm uh yeah like i said i've got a uh, i've got i got plays all over the place on this i like the um i, I had me uh, for my uh, play of the day i've got the over there as well
1: yeah, it is a offic- uh, ninja good point. I saw that on Twitter today. It is officially National Velociraptor Day. Nice. And the Raptors are playing. So if you have National Pecock Day 2.0, then the Raptors might win. But I can't look past the injuries. It's just too much to handle.
0: If you guys want to make see something to make yourself laugh, uh, go to YouTube and put in Family Guy T-Rex. You know what I'm talking about, Scott?
1: Is that the one where he complains about his arms?
0: Yes. Uh, I, if if it doesn't make you laugh, we can't be friends. I'm sorry, it's, it's it gets me every time. Um, Utah Dallas Scott. My name is Luca, and I've decided that uh, I'm not going to be able to play.
1: His name is Street Clothes. Now
0: uh, he lives on the second floor. But yeah, uh, no. Is there anything? They were game. They uh, Dallas was game the first time around. They, they they hung in there as best they could. But Utah pretty much. Uh, kept that lead throughout the entire game. Anything change for tonight, buddy?
1: Uh, Yes, I'm taking Dallas. Okay. In fact, I think they got a shot to win the game. I think it's really concerning that Dallas was so awful from three, and yet Utah barely won the game. You can go through the numbers. Mitchell, we know, was awful in the first half, very good in the second half, but Dallas went nine of of 32 from three. They attempted 34 free throws, so they did get to the line a lot. And Gobert might have had one of the most impactful games for a guy with no field goals that I've ever seen. He went 0-for-1 from the floor, and yet Gobert was the best player on the floor. 17 rebounds, he was phenomenal defensively, he was great. But I actually like Dallas tonight, because Utah only won by 6, they came from behind, and Dallas almost could not have shot worse from 3. I actually do like Dallas tonight, I think there's a good shot that they have to win the game. In my opinion, I think this line's too big.
0: Okay, yeah, I don't hate that. I, I would, I would lean that way just because now they've had a game without without Luca. They've had the, they've had the personnel. They've given him an entire game to get, uh, to get right. And like I said, mean,
1: defensively they looked fine. Just offensively they sucked. But you're hoping that a couple of guys can make more shots. Held dim when he missed what, like eight free throws in game one.
0: Yeah, not. Uh, I mean, they
1: would have covered had he made even half of those. So Dallas hung around. Well, he
0: was 10, he was ten to sixteen from the line. It seemed like was say, was, he wasn't good, but he missed he everything good. late. It seemed like
1: correct. So the point is, is that do I think Dallas can do enough to hang around against a Utah team that really struggled offensively? We mention this theory all the time. If you like favorites, you kind of hope for a higher scoring game because you have more points. But in a low scoring game where the totals 205 and a half I actually don't mind the under in that game. To be honest with you. But if you're looking at the first team to 100 wins or the first team to hell 95 wins, I'm not going to lay points.
0: Yeah, and this is a Dallas team that knows how to play defense. They played very good defense all season long. That's how they've been getting it done. So, um, Bronco Devil talking about Mitchell over 27 and a half. Yeah, I think somebody's got to score. He had 32 the first game. Of course,
1: Bogdanovich had 22. He, he had like nine in the first half. Like he was useless in the first half. Yeah, he took over the game. Yep. So. I don't mind that. I'm trying to think of what else I would look at. Gobert rebounds. I feel like I'll have to be tempted by. He had 17 in the game, but he had, I think it was 10 at the half. And based on how valuable he is defensively, they have to play him like 35 to 40 minutes every game. Because defensively, he covers up so many mistakes that the teammates make here. Right. Besides that, I don't mind Dinwiddie assists over. He had eight in the first game. He played 36 minutes. Him and Brunson really have to play forty minutes. I think that to be an, an uh, I'd say an adjustment that Jason Kidd makes. I know Dimmock was bad at the line, but based on just ball handling, Dimmock and Brunson are the two most important players, right?
0: I yeah, I think I think that's the way it, it absolutely is. That's because you're so, really, I, so I don't know how you're Finney really running Smith a pair and, of point guards there.
1: I was gonna say so I don't know how Finney Smith and Bullock each played forty four, Brunson played forty one and Dinwiddie played 36. I think you have to flip those. Dinwiddie should play at least 40 minutes. Yep. He should.
0: Yep, agreed. Um, you worried about the fact they had three guys play 40, 40 minutes or more, plus Dinwiddie played 36?
1: You worried about uh, well, the foul trouble, because Dinwiddie had four fouls. Uh, he was kind of battling foul trouble early. But I'm looking at a spot where I do believe that Utah offensively is really Mitchell or bust. I know Bogdanovich was great in game one. I don't know if he's going to go 11 for 20 again. He's still a solid offensive player. But they don't have many guys that can create their own shot. So I do think Dallas can make some adjustments defensively to make life difficult for Utah. But I, I just don't want to lay this with the Jazz. Do you?
0: No, I was fine laying it the first game. I, but I do think there is a, a a possibility that Dallas, like I said, I think, I think they, they gel a little bit better. In this game, I'm a little worried about the fatigue, those guys playing that many minutes. I'd especially be worried about it on game three if they, if they play. Uh, I was going to say game
1: three might matter, but even for game one, I mean, Mitchell and Bogdanovich still played 40-plus minutes. So right when it comes to fatigue, the rotation might be smaller because Luke is out, but a lot of the main players on any given team are playing 40-plus minutes in a somewhat competitive game.
0: You like uh, Kim and Jimmy over Lalo?
1: Can I get them separate or do I have to merge Kim and Jimmy?
0: Um I apparently have to at some point you're gonna to have to get them separate because you know they don't stay together.
1: I was gonna say, if if I'm, if I'm merging the two, then I think it's gonna push.
0: Okay. I think it's gonna be a push.
1: See, because I, I, I don't if I'm gonna view Kim and Jimmy, I think Jimmy's gonna make it because Well, duh, you had breaking bad. Right. And I think Kim and Lalo's a push. So yep. can I do I win if Jimmy is the last one standing, or is it a combo deal?
0: Uh, I think you're. I think you're all right if Jimmy, if, if any of the above are still standing. So I think you're. If okay. any
1: of the above are still standing, the odds have to be like minus 900 because I know Jimmy for a fact is going to be standing. All
0: right, fair enough. Jordan so, Poole, Jordan Pool over two and a half threes.
1: I'm not going to say no. Poole's a lunatic. Uh, that's a series where I liked the series price going in. Uh, the Warriors minus one nav games is around minus one. 15 or so right now it's minus 185 to win this minus one and a half games for golden state. I still love it. I think they're going to bury Denver like Denver scored 37 points in the fourth quarter to almost kill my uh, team total under right on a uh, Friday night. The game wasn't close. I mean, you're looking around Jokic didn't play well, but golden state really just, you know, did a good job of keeping him in check their supporting cast is awful. Like Golden State on paper should win that game, should win that series in four or five.
0: You? Yeah, I agree. I I really I thought Denver might have a little something for them.
1: At no point did I think Denver had any chance of even winning three games in the series. I'm not sure they're gonna win two.
0: Yeah. Uh, John Cena says T-Rex was hysterical. Never saw that one. There you go. So yeah, you, you guys, you know if you know if I take a special time to. Let you know that I think it's something funny. You know it's going to be funny. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm not going to I'm not going to lead you astray. Uh, by the way, we do have a few more people uh, watching now, so I'm going to remind everybody that starting a week from today, the, the live broadcast will be available where Scott,
1: Max Wagers Network
0: only. Only it will be on, the, it'll be later on YouTube and Pix and parlays, but it will be live only on Max Wagers Network. So we're trying to, uh, trying to expand our footprint as the kids say over there. So.
1: Uh, Yeah, Roland, I get that argument. You can also make the argument that besides Golden State not being a good first-quarter team, that Denver might come out with a sense of urgency because they need this game and they can't afford to go down 2-0 and whatever. The thing is, Lex, I can agree with you too. I think Jokic plays a lot better today. My argument for why I like the team total under in Game 1 was if Jokic goes for 35, can the rest of the team combine for 75? And the answer is no.
0: That's the thing. Because Golden
1: State, with a healthy curry with a healthy pool with a healthy clay i feel like they're gonna walk into 115 every game so do i think denver can do enough to score to keep the games competitive i don't it's like watching them against phoenix last year like they got swept because you just watched every game and said wow this team's not even close to phoenix right it's kind of the same boat as the golden state series i'll tell you what i'm gonna lay the 185 i i do like it for one and a half games if Denver wins three games in the series, either somebody on Golden State got injured, or Jokic deserves another MVP. Give him two MVPs for the same season. Because there's no chance that this team deserves to win three? Especially
0: games with, with especially with Draymond being healthy. And yeah,
1: that's... defensively they're great. Offensively they're great. What does Denver have? Yep, their yep. second best player is arguably Aaron Gordon.
0: That's... Like they're screwed. I don't even think it's arguably. I think he absolutely is. Somebody asked him about Jordan Clarkson tonight. His point total over, I think he said, I think it was ten and a half. I actually like it. Clarkson only played twenty minutes in the first game. I think they've got to get him in there a little bit more uh, to give these guys a little bit more of a blow. I, I think he probably plays twenty-two to twenty-four. So I'll, I'll I'll take Jordan Clarkson over there.
1: He's a ball hog, but he gets buckets. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Does. And even if he plays fifteen minutes, like let's just say worst case scenario, Clarkson is in the semi doghouse, plays fifteen minutes. I've seen Clarkson score fifteen points in five minutes before. Yeah. So you're not even dead to rights if he plays less minutes, but based on the workload and the fact that he has no conscience, yeah, I do like the Oak.
0: Yeah, he uh, he played twenty minutes before it took took nine shots, two free throws. So he's going to get his opportunities, absolutely. I really
1: might load up on that Golden State series price though. I know I missed the boat for about seventy cents compared game one, you know, to now. I just don't know how Denver is going to win three games. <laughs> I, I I don't like Golden State is so much better than them in basically every area besides rebounding.
0: Bronco Devil says you guys can answer any question we come up with. I didn't even think about that because I just, I just threw the breaking, I just, I just threw the Better Call Saul scenario out there, and you broke it down like it was a game. Well, okay. you know, am I going to get, am, am I, am I getting them grouped together because the odds are definitely going to change if it's Jimmy and Kim, if it's one entity, and if one of the entities is still standing at the end. I mean, I gotta like, I gotta go Jimmy here, but what's my price? I don't know if I'm getting I good ask. value. <laughs>
1: You know, I gotta ask. You're gonna give me a situation, and then we, we and then we just go,
0: the then we just go right back to player props. We just two
1: v one situation. So I had to ask. <laughs> I'm gonna dissect the question like a true gambler.
0: <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. It just, it just flowed with the rest of the show. And I'm sure there was a certain segment of people going, "What the fuck are they talking about?" So I'm not
1: watching it tonight. I mean, I mean, when it comes to actual shows, I will binge watch all the episodes consecutively. So I'm not going to watch tonight's episode of Better Call Saul to wait until next week. I'm going to wait about a year and I'll watch the whole thing from start to finish. That's how I go about it.
0: Got to have immediate gratification, huh? Except you can wait I a year. For... I,
1: I need well. Plus, there's also commercials, and I can't watch those with commercials. I just can't do it.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, Houston Gamblers should have lost by two TDs. Opposing quarterback sliced them up, but kept turning the ball over. Handed Gamblers the win. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it, Gamblers. Um, I'm gonna start asking what what, I'm gonna start asking what stocks to buy. Uh chicken stock. i always stock up on chicken stock. It's very versatile. Well, I've
1: mentioned in the past I do the athlete stock thing where you can invest in players with fantasy projections and whatever, and if it goes up, it's like a stock. So I've done that before. The Murray made me a decent amount of money this season.
0: You but still- I
1: might get back into it. If you want actual stocks, there's a site or so that I end up using. For, or an app, I should say, for athlete stocks. So I kind of dabble in that. I've done pretty well.
0: Very good. That's the second time today Bronco Devil's just thrown out some kind of question didn't think he was probably going to get a real answer. <laughs> I'm going to answer
1: everything <laughs> that we got, okay? <laughs> we only have three NBA games, and we have a play today, both of us, on one game, and the other game, I mean, we've just basically covered all three. I mean, I mentioned Golden State yep. series price. Yep. So you know I don't like Denver tonight. I might, I might like them first quarter if they keep it close, but – I don't give a damn. Like Golden State, if they play even decently, should win every game by ten. They really should.
0: JC Stone, American Idol winner thoughts. Um, because it was a three that's hour show.
1: That's out of my uh, that's out of my expertise.
0: I'll take this one, Scott. Because it was a three hour show last night, my wife fell asleep halfway through it. So we that's our show we watched together. So I didn't get to see the last ninety minutes, so I'm not sure. Who was left off the top twenty? I like the uh, I liked the I liked the two construction country guys. I think both of them have a good shot. I hope the other one made. I saw the uh, I saw the black guy that worked with Travis. Uh, the, the, was it Travis Scott? Robert Scott? I don't know. Worked Travis with
1: Scott's the rapper.
0: Uh, who's the country singer? Uh, Jim uh, Jim, uh, Jim. I'm sorry, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Allen. Okay. He, he worked with Jimmy Allen last week. I think he's really good. I like the other guy. I think the the other country kid's really good. Um, Yeah, that's. uh, I I don't know. I don't know if I see odds yet on that. You know, Scott. I had a big hit one time when I when I worked in L.A. There was a market. There was a stock market for movies, and I saw an early videotape of the Blair Witch Project. These guys had this video. They said you got to come over to our house and watch this video. They found it's weird. So we didn't know it wasn't, we didn't know it was a movie. We went over there and it was supposedly like the real deal. So I saw that and scared the shit out of me. So then I saw a month later Blair Witch Project is I can buy Blair Witch and it was like really low. So I just loaded up on Blair Witch Project and it went crazy. Became the biggest indie movie of all time.
1: I was going to say that movie I heard is not very good, but it's been seen by a lot of people.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's no, as far as a high quality movie, once you once you know the secret that it's not real, it's not a good movie. If you go in with some kind of preconceived notion that it could be real... We're in the forest and shit. It's I much, mean, it's much better. I, yep.
1: By the way, Chris, the name of the set I use for the stocks is called Prediction Strike. So I, I use that. You can download it. Check it out. You have, they have UFC. They have NBA. Uh, they actually added baseball recently. So if you do want to add some baseball players to your stock portfolio, you can do that. But... I've done it with UFC, done it with NBA, made some money. Uh but yeah, been a pretty good time there A prediction strike.
0: All right, very good. Any thoughts on baseball today before we uh get to the reason for the season? The reason everybody's still hanging out.
1: Uh for baseball today. Give me your best baseball I,
0: Give me your best baseball pick.
1: I like the Padres today. Okay. Uh minus one and a half against uh the Reds. I know, of course, it's difficult to lay one and a half of the home team. San Diego's been decent without Tatis to start the year. manaya has been really good. The Reds got absolutely buried over the weekend, and we know the Reds are awful. I love the under for their win total because they traded half the team. But they got Lodolo back uh, as the starting pitcher. He got shelled his first time out. Yep, And now he's facing off against a San Diego team that still has Machado. They still have some weapons. I expect Lodolo to get shelled. The bullpen's are not good either. I'll take the Padres minus one and a half. By the way, Chris, it's prediction strike. That, that, not sight. It's prediction strike.
0: There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh I like Minnesota. <laughs>
1: okay. Good choice.
0: No, that's uh I guess they got the I like, like the
1: live over ten and a half.
0: They got to see how shitty oh yeah, Rich Hill's still shitty. Glad he's gone. Um I'm 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 in on I don't say I'm I'm all in but I'm uh, I'm going to make a substantial bet, and I couldn't end up potting committed on Tyler McGill. Uh, it's 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 better call Saul Monday. How could you not bet yeah. on somebody named McGill? Mm-hmm. So I'll take I'll take Tyler McGill. He's been very good for the Mets in his two starts. laying a short price there at home. I know the, I know San Francisco's been good. Alex Cobb had a great year last year. Uh, both these teams are off to really good starts. San Francisco won five straight. I'll get right in the I'll get right in the teeth of that. Give me the Mets.
1: I think my concern would be uh, potentially taking first five instead of full game because you you get to avoid the Mets bullpen. Yeah, mostly goes five innings.
0: True. I'll also play the under first five. Uh, Wouldn't wouldn't be the end of the world there as well. That was our
1: first six and a half. By the way, I saw six and a half in that game on the overnight. Okay. I think it's up to seven now, but I did see six and a half.
0: It is up to seven. So, all right, very good, my friend. Well, let's get uh, let's get to it. Let's do let's do what we do, and uh, you know the drill. It's time. It's Monday. Got to put on those overalls, climb aboard your John Deere, get your straw hat on because, kids, you know it, you love it. It is time to bet the farm. All right, very good. And here it is it's farm day. Every day's farm day around here. Scott. I know we had a farm play on Friday. We'd, we'd,
1: uh, we'd lost a couple in a row. We kind of needed a victory. How'd we end up doing? We had the over in the Angels and Rangers game on Friday, and it went over. Hey, cue the banjos.
0: <music> Yeehaw. Yeehaw. All right, very good. Well, my friend, can't quit now. We got to have a farm play for today. What do we got cooked up?
1: So we're going to hockey, and we ended up not doing the main segment that we were going to do. So yeah, it is what it is. But hockey favorites have been doing quite well lately. And we're going to take another favorite. You said you were, were gonna, gonna help
0: me remember that.
1: Yeah, I'm remember I help you remember I'm helping you remember now. Whatever. What was the either What way, was the
0: segment, real quick?
1: Oh, uh, we're we're switching segments now? No,
0: just just it was we were going to do gambling, gambling hero of the day, hero. and it was because of the NHL weekend. Favorites went what Scott?
1: Twenty two and zero.
0: Twenty two and zero, straight up, straight up. Tank city. You always talk about tanking in basketball, even tanking in baseball and football. Now, I think we're I think we're ignoring the elephant in the room here. Twenty two and zero. Yeah. We're the favorites. All right. Anyway, so this is playing off of that theme.
1: Yeah, we're gonna take another favorite, and we're gonna fade the worst team in the league. We're gonna take the Carolina Hurricanes minus two and a half goals at plus one hundred five. A couple of reasons why. Main reason Arizona is terrible. The Coyotes have lost by at least four goals in each of their last six games. They've lost each of their last three home games by at least four goals. Meanwhile, Carolina is tied for first place in the Metropolitan. They are kind of in the middle of a massive choke job, but they have a pretty nice, I'd say, tune up game here to get back on track against such a bottom feeder that's been getting buried recently. I believe the, uh, the Coyotes lost 9-1 to over the weekend to Calgary. But Carolina offensively is still great. They have 100-plus points. They should do pretty well here. And Carolina's done well in the head-to-heads. The Hurricanes are 4-0 in the last four meetings. We're going to fade the Coyotes because this team is just losing handily every single game. And Carolina could really use this game to potentially build up a two-point lead over the Rangers for first place in the Metro we're going to take the Hurricanes minus two and a
0: half. All right. Very good. On a day of NBA playoffs, we're taking a hockey play. That's right. Sometimes that's where the value is. And we do have some, we do have some basketball plays that we like uh, in various other formats. So that's going to do it for the Bet the Farm play here on Monday. That's going to do it for the show. We thank you guys for stopping by. Of course, don't forget to check out all the other offerings on the Max Wagers Network. Don't forget to get subscribed to the Max Wagers Network. Same deal. You'll get notified whenever we go live, et cetera, et cetera, all right? So we'll be back to do it all again tomorrow at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Scott and I will stop by and do our very best to help everyone here in their journey as they attempt to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. We'll see you then.